back to What's Life, the podcast that asks that very question, what is life? I use the Bible, That's Life, weekly to try and work that out. My guinea pig, as always, is sitting with me, Luke Palmer. Yes, hello, here I am. I am here to be experimented on, you like are. the bad boy I am. I am Paul McCoyter, I forgot to mention that bit. Yep, that's important. And we have a guest. We do have a guest. Uh, last week's episode, we mentioned, uh, we had Vicky Hanlon on, and we mentioned uh, someone who shares the same last name, and here she is today, uh, Amy Hanlon. She's not a comedian, she's Hello. not a podcaster, she's in no way interesting, but here she is. Fuck you. <laughs> Hanlon is a great... She, well, let me give a bit, bit of a better intro <laughs> then. She is a good friend. She, she migrated down from Sydney a little after I did as yeah. well. So we have we have some history. We do. We do. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. Fuck you, Luke. <laughs> Hanlon's a great name. Yes, uh, it, it, it wasn't. I didn't even think about the about the double Hanlons. The yeah. double barrel Hanlons. That's really good. I like that. <laughs> We've done it. We've done it. This is also an exciting episode because this is the first one. Where in real time we've actually yes. launched and released. This so is the first episode that we've released since the very first episode went up, not including the trailer because that wasn't really an episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so now it's all out there. Um, and so now that we can take our first opportunity to say, uh, please uh, like and subscribe and all that shit. And, and rate and review. Rate and review us on iTunes. Please give us five star reviews and say how great we are because we want to be noticed I guess yeah um, and we've we've had a, that fan base tell your friends yeah and we've had a few already so we have to really say thank you to those people so Scotty Anderson um, gave us well you I, were the first should, person um, let's just hang on let's set, not set a precedent here he was the first person to rate and review us so he's getting a shout out you rate and review us please but unless the review is particularly entertaining we're probably not going to give you a shout out yeah but Scotty legend thank you for doing that thank Scotty you for from Melbourne first. thank you for being we really first. appreciate it and, and all those people who are already already um Hitting us up and letting us know how much they like it. Yes. Which is, uh, it's very nice of you all, so we appreciate it. I don't believe you, but thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully we can um, we can put some more content out and, and really make those comments stick in Well, Amy, hearts. you've listened to the podcast, haven't you? I am a fan of the podcast. Oh, that's I've very liked nice. The, I've liked the uh, Facebook group, the Facebook page. <laughs> I've liked the Instagram page. Twitter? No, I don't have Twitter. Um, that's fair. That's but yes, fair. I am a listener of the pod, and that's... I'm a huge fan. That's very nice to hear. I haven't shared the group yet or, you know, shared the page, done anything. Okay, so you're not the biggest fan. You could be doing more. Yeah, I could. (laughs) But I'm a guest on this podcast now. I don't have to do anything else. That's That's true, yeah. (laughs) But you being a guest will probably make you share it. Like, hey, I guessed it on this cool podcast. Oh, that's true. Oh, okay. See, that's how we we get them. That's how we get those big numbers. It's officially cool. Yeah. People with lanyards can listen to this podcast. Yes. Yes, I do have a lanyard. It's a beautiful lanyard. It's in my bag. I'm not wearing it right now, but... I do work for this fine government, and yes. I like the community to know that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, the superiority is beautiful. I love it. The, 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 the I'm just glad brings. it's not me. I'm glad it's not me for, yeah, for once being once. a smug yeah. dickhead. Well, um, shall we <laughs> jump in a little bit? You mentioned earlier, um, Amy, that you are a bit more of a take five girl. Uh, yeah, I am That was off mic, but yes. Um, yeah, you know, I'm not overly familiar with um, That's Life, and... I used to do all the um, the competitions. I mean, it's take pretty five. similar. It's pretty much the same. Yeah, thing. I, I did win something once. I won a, a makeup palette. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, well well done. Was that you're makeup? the first person? Not I've really. Met. No. Did oh, you, really? Other than other than within my family. Oh, okay. To, to have won anything. I have, right. No, so, so I've got a question. So, n- not really good makeup. Did you use it all? No. How much did you use? Do you reckon? I think I used it once. Oh, okay. Yeah. Brutal. I okay. once won a competition in. 
I want to say Smash Hits magazine. Ooh. One of them. But it was weird because what I won was a shitload of candy. Oh, okay. Like, All do you right. know Mike and Ike's or whatever it is, that one? They're American. Yes, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. A shitload, like a full gumball machine. I thought you were going to say, I shit them. No, a, gum, a gumball <laughs> a machine. Shitload, a gumball yeah, machine okay. that was like, with plastic, but it had batteries oh, in it. yes, okay. To make it work. And it yes. would, like, you press a button and it's like a and a gumball will come out. Well, I, I have to admit, I probably have the coolest place to win something from. Cheese TV, baby. Ooh. Hell yes. I won two prizes from Cheese TV as oh, well. I also won a game from Disney Adventures. Oh, that's pretty good. I didn't never won anything from Disney Adventures, actually. I got my letter in. And I used to write to when I was a okay, little kid. So. I'd draw pictures and I'd write into uh, Saturday Disney. Mm-hmm. But I never got up on that, unfortunately. Because they were the best fucking prizes. That you look yeah, back on now as an adult yeah. and go, oh, that was conservatively about 200 bucks worth of stuff. Still not like, bad. Pretty cool, but not insane. Compared to, like, a lot of stuff that that's life gives away. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So what... I'm just going to tell you what I won. I won uh, free tickets to go and see Free Willy, the sequel. Oh, which was cool. Nice. It was the first time I ever went to George Street Cinemas in Free Sydney. Free Willy? Yep. Uh, no, it was, ju- it was just called Free Willy 2. I don't think it even had a colon. What, is he? I don't think it had a colon. <laughs> How did it survive? I'm not sure. I think that's what made it free. Yeah. Um, just, you know, I, don't just... know, I don't know what would happen to your body if you didn't have a colon, but yeah. I mean, choose to assume it means you're just shitting everywhere all the time. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But the other thing I won was the, a VHS copy of um, the Aqua document. Doc, a- Hell yes. Aqua documentary Aquarium. Hell yes. I, re- I watched that a fair few times. Oh my god. It was great. Remember it was really Aqua? Great. Aqua was sick. I used man. to have this when I was in year seven, so I was like 13. I had Turn this, Back Time's a beautiful ballad. Too. I had this CD. The sliding Doors. I had that CD with, uh, you know, uh, Dr. Jones, Barbie Girl, mm-hmm. all, that, all that stuff. And I They're, loved it. That was their first album. I was a kid. Yeah. I bloody loved it. And I remember like being, and then talking to all my friends. But like, yeah, the Aqua album is so good. And then like two years later, a bunch of those friends are like way into like death metal and I'm listening yeah. to like <laughs> punk music and I'm just yeah. like ugh Aqua and I look back and go like nah Aqua was sick yeah oh yeah well that, that's how I learned what the like the euphemism hanky panky like what that was used <laughs> for what song is it hanky panky Barbie girl you, you touch you can play well, we don't need to do this we really don't right okay well now I but yes you don't yeah. uh, Ken I'm always yours the word hanky oh. I'm always yours um, yeah okay so let's jump in shall we yes let's so we're going to start off with what people love, I, I'm just guessing, is what's in a name. Oh, uh, yeah, we've done it a few times. We've done it a few times. It's become a recurring segment for yes. us, reading out a particular part of a recurring thing in if a magazine. If anybody is, is good with like making music, make us a couple of little themes, looks like some little grabs for these. So yeah. we've got what's in a name, hot or not. I've got an idea for hot or not. I can we, we do, do for that. Yeah, we'll work one out for ourselves but for that if one. If you've got suggestions or want to edit something together, that'd be sick. Yes. Oh, uh, yes. Email it to us at whatslifepod at gmail.com. So, what's in a name? Seren. S U R E N? I've heard of the name Seren. S E R E N. S E R E N. S E R E N. It's like Seren. Yes. Because S U would just be like a pretty standard, like. I think it's going to be pronounced Seren. Okay. And I'll tell you why. My parents hadn't planned to start a family for a few more, few more years when I came along. They picked out the name Seren to use whether I was a boy or a girl. It is short for the word serendipity. An unexpected but pleasant discovery. Seren Trump via email. 
Wow, oh. I didn't actually read the last name when I read that. Okay, uh-huh. well, look, uh, first of all, uh, don't want to be controversial, but um, fuck Trump. So, uh, yeah, you heard me. Yeah. Uh, as a member of not America, as a person who doesn't live in America. As a member of not America. As a member, as a member <laughs> as of a not, member. not American society. No, as a person who doesn't live in America, uh, hugely controversial to say, hashtag not my president. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> No, but also, uh, Saran, I feel like, did it say whether that person is a male or female? Because to me, S female. E-R-E-N, yeah, that's oh, a female. Oh, really? No. I thought it would be a male. No, see, I, I would have said S-E-R-E-N is a female name. Like, like, like Serena. Oh, right. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. much Serena without ah. the A. Or, or just, like, I, I would even be happier with her name being Serene. Like, yeah. put an E on the end of that. Serene and Trump just don't go together, though. Serene, serene Trump. Trump. Yeah, it sounds... That does, He's not a Serene. That doesn't roll in very no. nicely, Look, yeah, she's, Serene she's, Trump. Serene honestly, Trump. I think, yeah, her first name is less serene of an issue. Trump. I'm sure her surname's doing her way less favours. Mm. Yeah. yeah, well, she made $50 out of this, so at least oh, you got fair. something. At least you got something. Making money out of her name. Yep, exactly. Not something Donald Trump's ever done. Um, I'm going to go to the next picture. I will show you this one. Um, Lewis felt like he was on top of the world during our holiday to Victoria where we, where we hiked the Grampian Mountains. Natalie made from Tarang in Victoria. Okay. Now I'm going to let, I'm going to let you have a look at that. Does it look like he climbed to the top of the world? Oh, absolutely not. He's just gone up about three rocks and... There's a hill... Very, there's a much, yeah, there's, there's actually a, a mountain behind mountain him. behind him, so... Oh, no. His hands in his pockets. i, I, I got to give him some credit. It does say he felt like he was... Oh, okay. Well. So okay. i got to give some he's credit there. He's not even there. on the top rock in that pile of rocks. Yes. Mm. Yeah. He's like the third one up and there's a fourth <laughs> one. Literally, like, slightly above him that he could easily just step up onto. Isn't that beautiful? And he's got his hand in his like, man, that guy doesn't give a fuck. But that rock does look like a huge turd as well. I'm going to let you like, hold on to that. Oh. It does look like a turd, doesn't it? It does. It does. Um, we're going to go down to the bottom right-hand corner. Amy, I'm going to let you read this one out, actually. So this is our f- the first time that we are presenting a past winner. Oh. Is this of, one that says winners are grinners? Yes, you are correct. Okay. Amy, if you could okay. read that out for us. All right. I'm already putting my new fruit bowl to great use. Thanks, T. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, TL. That's from E. Hudson in. Uh, what a shit But she's only got bananas in there. So it's like a fruit bowl. It's just a banana bowl. That's so many bananas. It's a huge bowl. Oh my god, she's got like at least eight bananas in that bowl. <laughs> I thought you might like that one. They'll over ripen before you can eat them all. She's e. so, she's so what happy. What are you with doing? Herself. What are you doing? <laughs> fruit. <laughs> also, as far as I'm aware, that's life gives money, not like fruit bowl. So someone's she's obviously take used the money she's been given to buy the fruit bowl, I would assume. Oh, no. that would be hilarious, oh. man. They I it would not surprise me if they've given away well, a fruit bowl. Either like. way. It would not surprise either me. Either way. Me a bit. Oh, come on, dude. I know. Putting aside yeah. the fact that it's like you thought that was interesting enough to send a letter in, but then based that's Life Magazine thought it was interesting enough to publish that. Like, yeah. I think it's almost like they're almost just proving that you do win shit. Like, yeah. full disclosure, we haven't tried to submit anything yet, but if we do and it doesn't get in, we have seriously fucked up. I've actually... Because I've, if that can get in, literally we could take a shit on a bit of paper and send it to them, and we probably get an edit, a letter from the editor about how it's not okay to yes. send shit to yeah. them. I have, um, I have actually also a, a good few plan photos... Plan that would, um, I think, would pass muster okay. to get in. Yeah, especially like the um, cute the, animals the pet are always pigs a, and stuff. Uh, yeah, yep. I've got one. a couple of an those. Easy one, yeah. yeah. So, 
We're a little bit late on this because obviously we are re- we are releasing now, and I had a look at what date this will come out. It'll be past Valentine's Day, but only this, just though, right? Only oh, just, no, a few but weeks. by like a month. Yeah, nearly <laughs> a month. Yeah, but this is um, just a couple of wedding vows and things like that that they've collated. So I'm going to read out two of them. Okay. Okay. Actually, no. You know what? I'm going to read out one of them just because it sounds pretty fucking. Like, why? Why Why would you? Okay. Okay? Cool. Uh, okay. We invited 1,100 cats. So, sorry. So, it's not just proposals, but it's weddings. It's all that kind of so stuff. So, hang on. So, so, what you're saying... That's not slang. They literally invited 100... I'm going to... How many did you say? Let you eleven hundred out. Yes, that's right. I'm so, going to let you let you come up with that yourself. So one thousand one hundred felines. Correct. Did they invite any people? <laughs> Let's see. Okay. When it came time for cat-loving couple Louis Verano and Dominic Husson, sorry, Louise Verano. I can't believe I stumbled on Louise and not Verano. Yeah. And Dominic. Is there a photo of this couple, by the way? I'm going to need to see that. Is there a photo of the cats? What, 1,100 yes. cats? <laughs> no. Uh, I, 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 I'm sorry to let you down, but I'm not going to let you hold on to that thought, no. Damn it. I need, I need to see these people. <laughs> so, when it came time for cat-loving couple Louise Verano and Dominic Husson to plan their 2016 wedding, they had the perfect venue in mind. Oh, did they spell it P-U-R-R-F-E-C-T? You know they did. You know they did, baby. Classic. The couple flew to California to the cat house on the King's Sanctuary, where 1,100 cats and kittens have taken refuge with founder Linnea Latanzio. Okay, well, that's pretty adorable. Louise had visited the sanctuary in 2012 and developed a deep admiration for the way the cage-free, no-kill sanctuary operated. I fell in love with the work Linnea and her team are doing for the cats, Louise told NBC News. When Louise met Dominic a year later, she found a kindred spirit. We're both animal lovers. Well, sorry, we're both animal lovers. It shows she's a great person, and that's why I wanted to marry her, Dominic says. Linnea became ordained for the occasion, and the free-roaming felines were the only guests. Oh, no. Louise says she hopes others choose sanctuaries for their weddings because she, can think, she can't think of a more perfect place okay. to say I do. Okay, so like I was halfway through that story, I realized I can't really make that much fun of it because it's basically the same as me getting married at the Samui Elephant Sanctuary, this is, aka this, yes. my happy place. Mm-hmm. Yes, but this is this is why I like throwing some curveballs at Luke to make him look like a shithead, and then it unfolds, and it's like, oh, having said, said that, now. Having <laughs> said that, if I were to get married at the Samui Elephant Sanctuary. I'd also bring my actual fucking friends and family. Yes, that's the other thing. But you'd also be marrying an elephant because you love them so much. I'm not going to marry an elephant. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But also, don't you like it how they used two different puns for the same word? Perfect and perfect. At least least use a different adjective. Don't I love it? Because my answer is correct. I don't (laughs) love it. How good is it, though? I think that's awesome. (laughs) Oh goodness! Like good on her. She's done well. Like yeah, cool. She's she does her. She pulls a finger out for the cats. But also, come on, come on. This next one is a bit of a weird one. Um, okay. So we're going back to secret stories. So a bit of a weird one by that's life standards. By that's life standards. So okay. this is a secret story. So this is the one that um, 
our stalker from the first episode right it was underneath that same so it wasn't fast fiction it was under secret story that okay. was the, the like a confession kind of thing yes yeah. yes I so, think I compared it to the subreddit r slash confessions yes so this one's called the resolution solution mm-hmm so I guess the the byline is even bingo couldn't entice patty 58 out on New Year's Eve Oh, my God. Okay. What a sad existence. I know. My mum is 60 and she doesn't get excited about bingo. They wouldn't entice my mum out. (laughs) I don't mind a game of bingo, but if New Year's Eve, fuck me. I mean, I'm sure that it's old, so, like, I get it more, but still, like, it's still kind of sad. Here we go. On New Year's Eve, my neighbour Kerry rang. It's double bonus bingo night. Want to come? Pause for laughter. Thanks, Kerry, but I think I'll stay in tonight, I replied. After we hung up, I got undressed and got into the shower. Not so long ago... Unnecessary detail? Yep. Not so long ago, I'd have jumped at going to bingo. It'd be a chance to escape a tedious night in front of the TV with my hubby, but bingo had lost its appeal lately. I'd barely soaked up when the bell rang. This is... Why is this... Like, I don't want to know about the old lady having a shower. Like... Wrapping sorry, a, I just don't. Wrapping a towel around me, I opened the front door to find a man in jeans and a plaid shirt standing there. Al uh, Borland? From TV's Home <laughs> The guy in the picture actually kind of looks a bit like... Um, this is also some great stock photo at work, but um, Hell yes. we'll have a look at that afterwards. Hi, he said. I'm Paul. How can I help you? Shit name. Yeah, it is shit name. <laughs> This is the second story I've done with the name Paul yep. too. How can I help you? I asked. You've got an overgrown liquid amber tree next to your house, he said, pointing. I opened the door wider to take a look. I see, I said. The branches are overhanging your roof. They could cause serious damage to the tiles, he explained. I look into it. I'm waiting for the, like, in my head, the porno music's going to come in. They're going to invite him in and her and her <laughs> husband. Two old people are going to fuck Al Borland from Home Improvement. Yeah. <laughs> I'll look into it, I said. They were reading my fan fiction. Someone sent my fan fiction to that <laughs> Life magazine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, he said, as I began closing the door. I'm an arborist. I, I specialise in removing trees. And, well, I'm trying to make some cash on the side. A mischievous smile lit up his face. He really was quite handsome. Hey, gonna fuck! I don't have much spare cash, I said. My daughter's about to get married. So they let six-year-olds marry now? Very funny. She's 29. What the fuck is going on? Oh my God. Hard to believe, he flirted. Oh, my God. Feeling myself blush, I held the towel more time. I'm just going to be feeling myself, full stop. If you let me in, I'm sure we can come to some agreement. But my husband's not home, I said. He He leaned against the door and smiled. I won't bite, he said. What the fuck? I burst out laughing. He was persistent. It's a penthouse letter again. And very seductive. Oh my god. It had been a while since I'd found a man sexy. (laughs) Come in, I said, leading him into the kitchen. I'll just go and get dressed, I said. You look fine as you are, he replied, nuzzling my, uh, my neck from behind. It felt wonderful. You shouldn't do that, I murmured. So why has your husband left a gorgeous woman all alone on New Year's Eve? Well, he's a fool, I said. He certainly is, he replied, 
silencing me with a kiss. Sorry, I'm being quiet. I'm too busy. Like just just take it in. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Jacking that little dicky. Suddenly the doorbell rang. Who would that be? Paul asked, alarmed. No idea. I replied. Stay here. I'll get rid of them. It was Kerry. Sure you don't want to come to bingo? She oh, said. The bingo lady. Yeah. I hate you spending a boring New Year's Eve at home. I'm good, really. Just having a quiet night in. Closing the door, I headed back to the kitchen. Kerry was worried my night would be boring, I said. Then Paul and I both burst out laughing. Oh, Paul, I said, snuggling up to my husband. You make the sexiest arborist. Will you be a fireman next time? Whatever you like, you saucy minx. Oh, that's <laughs> so fucking lame. He laughed. Now grab that bottle of bubbly out of the fridge. We'd started our New Year's resolution early to bring the excitement back into our relationship. It had breathed a whole new life into our once-style marriage, our little role-playing game, sure beat double bonus bingo. But I'll never tell Kerry that. What an M. Night Shyamalan-style twist. I'm talking, I'm talking like the village, not the sixth sense. Like, fuck. Ugh. Been insane that one, wasn't it? I'm still going. So this is. I decided to read that one out to you because I've noticed how some of these really do verge on those penthouse letters. So here's my punch up for it. Cut the last bit so she ends up just fucking some random dude. Make it El Borland from Home Improvement, and you yeah. call it Home Intercourse. Very. That is very good. Mm, yeah, I was going to say very. <laughs> Very first draft, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's probably what we're going to be we can work, episode, we can work something out. Yeah. This episode's going to be called Home Intercourse. Mm. So, mm-hmm. you know, unless we can think of something better, spoiler alert, we won't. Home Intercourse um, with Amy Hanlon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Abode Intercourse. See, that story is why I'm a Ho Intercourse. No, nah, too much. Ho Improvement. No. Too much. Damn it. I already thought no. of that and I'm like, we can't use the word ho. Moan Improvement. Ooh, that's good. Yep. Moan Improvement. Moan Improvement. All right, no. Nah. Yep. And yep. and he brings he brings women I stand in corrected. and helps helps them orgasm. That's, Absolutely. There we go. Moan improvement. Moan improvement. All right. Cool. <laughs> Speaking of moaning, oh god, we're on to the whinge of the week. Of course we are. So now, you've bu- listened, Amy. So you're familiar with whinge of the week. Uh, I think it's just when uh, someone's annoyed with something. Grumpy Gwen. They Grumpy write in letters Gwen. and she responds and makes bad jokes and gives them money. Did you do that on the first episode? No, the second one, so you might not have heard it yet. Second oh, one, I no, I haven't. Yeah, okay. One. Yes. Okay, all right. Well, so there's always three letters. I'm going to read out all three. Okay. So, and the game, the way the game goes is he'll read out the letter. We have to sort of guess how we think Gwen may uh, respond. respond. Okay. And then once we've done that, and once Paul reads it, how she actually responds, we then try and guess how much money she's going to give them. It's, and it's usually between zero ooh. and fifty. Yeah, in that range. Is that it? Um, yeah. Oh. And also, of course, because we explain this every episode, because we've got guests and that sort of thing, and we'll continue to do so. Because hey, if you're playing at home, um, you know, maybe you've got some guesses. Maybe you're right. It, it's a little game you can play with yourself. Yeah, Just so exactly. You feel yes. like you're part of the podcast. We love playing with ourselves. Yep. Uh, okay. I was doing it just before during that story about... You alcohol. were indeed, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's definitely not off-brand. Okay, so this one's called Change Time. It makes me daylight cross... Savings. It's a bit daylight savings. What's Sorry. that? Oh, it's okay. Gonna, I feel like it's going to be about daylight savings. It makes me cross when nappy changing facilities Ooh. are placed only in female toilets. Swing and a miss. Mm-hmm. Is this just a woman's job? What about fathers who take out their kids alone? That's from... Amy O'Shea. I agree. Ooh. 
Virginia, um, South Australia. Oh, I, sorry, for a second I thought it said Arnie. I agree entirely. I think it's interesting because a lot of shopping centres will have a baby changing room that's unisex. Yes. Um, but I agree. That's generally if, what I see. But I yes, think. But also, if you're just going to have just toilets and you have it only in the women's, yeah. why? I've never heard of Virginia in South Australia. Neither. So this might be this might be a rel- pretty rural small place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. small town. I have no town. idea. Yeah. But um, look, I think Gwen's probably going to agree, I would think. Yep. She's relatively progressive. What do you reckon, Amy? I'd like to hope so. Yeah. Um, is she just, like, she just works for... It's just a like, writer just who a pretends. That... It's a stock photo and a writer. Yeah. Right. So that's okay. a stock photo, though. That's can't be Gwen. Has she got a moustache? No, sorry, I thought she had a moustache. Hey. She's got her wrong... tongue sticking out. Knocking, nothing wrong with a moustache. No? My, my nan has a moustache. I'm oh, sorry. Actually, she has more of a goatee, actually. She has oh, more that's, of a goatee. that's okay, then. Yeah. Should um, you put a photo of your nan up as well? Yeah. <laughs> I will, actually. I will. You I don't will. have to do that. Okay. So, we, um, we're, we're back. Do you remember her twins? She, she has um, grand twins? No, I remember Uvula, her daughter. Uvula, the daughter. I'm pretty sure this is... This, this must be another no. This Different is another kid. one. Because okay. remember, Yuval is trying to trying to still trying to pull a man. Vaguely, yeah. So, my son Archie and his partner Julian have also come across this problem with their new twins. They thought they'd be they'd fully prepared themselves for nappy changing by buying a ch- buying a change table and keeping handy the gas mask and radiation suit. Oh, uh, who smells? Sadly, as they discovered at their local shopping centre, they were wrong. Mm. So there we go. Mm. Yeah, so she does pretty much agree. Um, yeah. And How much know. money do you think she gives? I'm going to say 30. Yeah, th- I'm going to say 25. 25 it is. Ooh. Nailed it. That's his second one so far. Oh, well done. done. We're on episode 7, and I think we've done this five five times maybe. Which of the week? do not remember. You've, you've, you've done well. You've, you've gotten two right. I'm not sure out of how many. Probably you've gotten like two right. Okay. So the next two both have Uvula involved as well. Yeah. So you're going to get to really know Uvula. Building, well, I actually that. heard that episode. Oh, I'm yes. not out. Yes, yes. Right we're, now, we're building but that, we're yes. building that canon. Yes. yes. So this one's called Unwanted. Unwanted, okay. Why not do supermarket staff feel the need to comment on the contents of one's trolley? Polite conversation is one thing, but to make you feel bad for what you're buying is wrong. Mm. Christine, Christine Anderson from... Geograph. I don't think WA. I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with commenting, but there's a very big difference between like, oh, the you know the, the apples are really in season at the moment or something like that, and like, that's quite a lot of lube. Yeah, mm. shit like that. Yeah. Or do you really think you need all those cake mixes? <laughs> mm. Hmm. Like almost projecting something onto the reason why. Or sir, it. you cannot possibly have enough space in your car for all that ice cream. Yes. Yeah. Are you sure we're going to be able to get it inside in time? It's like, motherfucker, you think this ice cream's getting out of this shop? Yeah. <laughs> Very good response. So, what do we reckon? The response is... I think... Uh, she'll probably agree and mention something about Uvula buying something... Something fucking stupid or whatever, and there'll be a comment about it or something. That's my guess. Yeah, I like to agree as well. Like, it's, it's a very personal thing. You yeah, know, going shopping for particular things you like, and don't don't diss. Yeah, well, this is pretty much just another like she's working out the. It's like obviously the roast of Uvula is coming up sometime this. Uh, oh yeah, here we go. She's test. She's trialing in. Yeah, she's trialing in. Yep. 
My daughter Yuvala goes around the supermarket in reverse so she can hide her frozen pizzas, meals for one, and ice cream with organic apples and carrots. Mind you, she only believes in the three major food groups, sugar, fat, and alcohol. Oh. The solution to your problem is simple. Use a self-checkout. Dude, Yuvula sucks. Jesus. Yeah. No, I reckon Gwen just sucks. No. I feel bad for yeah, no, like, no, what a dumb, fat bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what she's saying. Yeah, pretty though, much, like, yeah. It's like, no, you, like, you live your best life. You, you do what you gotta do. Man, she does not like her daughter. Yeah. She gave her the name Uvula. Yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, She really on. set her up for failure. Which is, which, I, I've, as I've mentioned on past on a past episode, the uvula is the thing that hangs down in your throat yeah. that people call oh, your tonsils. Oh, it is. And a lot of people call The little tonsils. dangly thing. Yeah, yeah, so the dangly thing is a uvula. Oh, right. In terms yeah. of trying to find a man, I think a name is part of it. Like, dudes... If you're like trying to match with a girl on Tinder, for example, and her name is Uvula, you're going to be like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. 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 Like, especially with a name like Gwen, like, why have you named your daughter Uvula? Like, it, it, might, it, it might be like Russian, like Uvula. Like, <laughs> which I would, I could understand, but um, well, who knows, maybe her husband's Russian. So, okay, so she's had a bit of a go at Uvula, as is her want. Yes. But she has, uh, like, fundamentally agreed and yeah. said, use the self checkout. Yeah. <sighs> this is a hard one. This is a hard one. 10 bucks? It can't be that much. I'll give it 15. 30. Oh, $30. Bucks. More than that. No, it's. I think For what I think a little use a self checkout. Well, they already exist. Here's so the, money, the money. Here's the money to go use a self checkout. Uh, I think. I think that's one thing you gotta start. Remem- like remember uh, that yeah, last I line. I mean, just feel. I mean, that, I guess I, they could have been picked as like the minimum amount you need to get a petrol docket. But like, yeah, I don't know, dude. I think a lot of these are kind of arbitrary. Really? Yep. You think so? Mm. Surprise. <laughs> I reckon they're just going. What do we have left in the budget? Yeah. Alrighty. Well, this one may blow you away. It's called Bound to Fail. Every new year, I break my resolutions before the week's out. What can I do? From Gene Ellis in Darwin. Uh, pretty easy. Uh, stop making resolutions. Bingo. Here we go. Yuval is very good at keeping her resolutions. Last year, she vowed to drink more alcohol, watch more TV, and gain enough weight to get Fucking the biggest She kept them all. This year, she's vowing to eat more chocolate, less fresh fruit, and veg. Oh, my God. She hates her daughter. She hates her so much. She hates her. And find new and interesting things to hate about her job. This has been a very good episode for the canon of Grumpy Gwen and her extended family. Don't waste your time. A New Year's resolution is something that goes in one one year and out the other. I'm going to say 30 bucks as well because it's like the minimum petrol amount and she just wants to go buy chocolates. What do you Amy? reckon, Amy? Oh. Ten. Zero. Oh! Just like, cop that, bitch. I'm sorry, she, I should she, stop she, saying she, that. <laughs> it's because I said that jokey <laughs> thing about you, and now it's in yeah, my head. Yeah. I respect women, guys. I'm really sorry. But it's, it's also because he... It's because, like, the the person, like, writing it just said, every new, every new year I break it. And she's just going like, don't fucking do it. Say so yeah, fuck. You're not getting any money. Yeah, you're an fair. idiot if you didn't if you didn't know what to do. Yeah, you know. Yeah, fair enough. But then again, I guess that's how she treats everybody. Mm. Mm. She's mean. She is. She's a mean lady. You could yeah. almost, almost use the B word, but I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you ever do something like that? Never would. Okay. Have you ever heard it? It was a robot pretending to be me. <laughs> 
This is a very interesting episode, a very special one. Oh, yeah. Here because this is the first time that we will be cheating on That's Life. <gasps> we take Whoa. five. Oh, you were very excited there. We take five. It is with take five. Yes. It is with take five. Now, this is a pretty fascinating one. Um, well, so, hang on. Before um, we get started, though, because obviously we don't ordinarily, like it is what's life, we ordinarily go by that's life. What, uh, what prompted you to seek out or what led you to this story? I have now liked Take 5 on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So, I see a lot of their posts. Okay. And um, this is one of the stories that they posted. So I am. Um, so I guess we're expanding beyond that life to just lifestyle magazine, Australian a lifestyle magazine. A little bit. Of mm-hmm. which there are what two? I guess these two. Yeah, yeah. Does Women's much. Weekly count? New idea? No, because they're more celebrity gossip and things like that. Okay, that's fair. yeah. So, but who knows? Well, who knows? We may end up start taking some in from around the world. Cool. We'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, what you got for us from Take so Five? So this is from Take Five, and the headline is. So this is from their real life section. Okay. I'm in love with my brother. I'm in love with my brother and we're trying for a baby. Is it full or half brother? Yeah, Not that that matters. Or step. Because oh. that's brother. like, if it's step, that's just like I used to like no blood. every, no every blood. porno at the moment. Oh, yeah. I am here to make you squirm. Okay, let's begin. By squirm, do you mean like spurt, come out my penis? No, not squirt, squirm. Squirm, come out like. my penis? <laughs> no, th- that's not a bad word for it, actually. Squ- it's a little squishy worm. To squirt. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Get on with the story, please, Paul. I was sitting at the kitchen table rummaging through a pile of papers when something made me stop and gasp. Among the bills was an envelope with my name on it. It was my mother's handwriting. She'd just died of stomach cancer. My father had passed away two years earlier, and as their only child, it was up to me to sort out their belongings. Now mum had left me a final message. Dear Michelle, I, don't, I didn't know how to tell you this. It began. I read on and my mouth fell open. You have a brother. She explained that before she and dad had met, sorry, had me, she'd fallen pregnant with his baby. But because she was just 15... Her parents forced her to have the baby adopted. A year later, she and Dad ran away to, w- ran away together and so married. So, full brother? Mm. Yep. Now, Mum was asking me to find her son and make things right. She'd written another letter to him, and as I read it, tears ran down my cheeks. She told, me about the, told him about the sadness she'd lived with all her life and her agony over giving him up. She tried to find him, but each attempt had failed. Alongside the letter was the paperwork so linked to his adoption. Sorry? If she couldn't find him, how did she send him a letter? She didn't. She'd written one for him. Right. Ready to go. Yeah, ready yeah. to go. So she said she tried to find him. Okay. Yeah. Um, but alongside the letter was the paperwork linked to his adoption. Okay. I'll find him, Mum, I promised. I went online and began trying to trace anyone who might know anything. Just quickly, do we have any info about, like, obviously the brother's older, but how old are these siblings? Uh, well, it said, so she ran away at 15. Yeah, so that's Oh, sorry, at 15, she had the baby. A year later, they ran away. And it, oh, it doesn't say how much later that she had. But, like, a couple of years, probably, but we don't Seems like any, a couple of years. We don't have any ages for either of yeah. them. Yeah. Okay. Like, so, obviously, after I'm that... Just, I'm just curious. So, it wouldn't have, I, I'd say it wouldn't have been long after they were married. Mm. Which was a year after 
she had the first one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So eventually I found the former adoption co- coordinator. When she gave me the last address for the couple who'd adopted my brother, my heart leapt. My family's name was Howard, and soon I was spending all my time trying to find people with the same surname. I searched electoral rolls, school records, adoption websites, and forums. During my search, I came across something I'd never heard of before. Genetic Sexual Attraction, or GSA. Here we go. There were forums dedicated to the subject of men and women who'd fallen in love with their biological sibling... Pants are coming off! ...after being raised separately. This is inappropriate. (laughs) (laughs) It sounded so strange and terrible. In time, a man contacted me to say he knew my brother's adopted family and could put me in touch. He told me my brother was called Joe. When he gave me the address I sent off, I set off immediately. I wanted to meet him in person. I was riddled with nerves as I knocked on the door. Coming, someone shouted, and then it swung open to reveal the most handsome man I'd ever laid eyes on. Jizzing all over the place. I felt so overwhelmed that for a moment I couldn't speak. Are you Joe Howard? I managed. He nodded. He nodded. I'm Michelle Malone. I'm your sister, I said. Stunned, he invited me in and I showed him the adoption, adoption paperwork so I brought with me. So they knew from the first meeting that they were siblings. It's not like she didn't tell him or like they, they both knew siblings. Well, just that, so yes, stunned, he yes, invited me yes. in and I showed him the adoption paperwork I brought with yes. me. So he obviously has some kind of corresponding paperwork. So uh, we shared the same skin tone and our faces were the same shape. I couldn't stop staring. Over a glass of wine, Joe told me he'd been looking for his biological family for three decades. His adoptive parents... Okay, so he's at least 30. Yeah, he's old. Yeah. He's older. His adoptive parents had refused to give him any information and after they died, he was unable to find further details. I explained how mum had asked me to find him. Then I gave him the letter. We both wept as, we, as he read it. I want you to stay, he said afterwards. I want to get to know you. Over the next few days, we were inseparable delighting in finding countless similarities between us. We both loved Thai food and had the same taste in books and films. We both had dyslexia too. I have a lot in common with my brother. I don't want to fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the way, like, who doesn't love Thai food? Yeah, yeah exactly. It's and not a niche. books and films, oh yeah. my God. But then, like, but then they finish it off with, we both had dyslexia too. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. fucking hilarious. <laughs> That's, yeah, fine. Sometimes when I looked at Joe, I found myself wondering if he was a good kisser. He seemed to be thinking the same. You're just like my first girlfriend. I call her the one that got away, he confessed. When he hugged me, I felt myself sinking into his embrace. You look so uncomfortable, Amy. I'm just watching your face. I'm I'm visualising this story in my head and it makes me feel so sick. After I went home, we talked constantly. Then one day, I opened the door to find Joe, his, arm fill, his arms filled with balloons and flowers. Having, it home, having him at home was great. When we cooked dinner together, we kept accidentally bumping into each other in my small kitchen. He felt so good and smelled so nice. You have to stop, Michelle. Oh my God, your face. Sorry. This is just horrifying. Take I five, wish I'm filming so... your face. You're like, jaw just dropped. <laughs> I knew what I was going to present to you, and you might change your mind on take five now. I might have to. You have to stop, Michelle, I told myself. You can't feel this way. But I couldn't help it. I went back to the online forums and found two women who were in GSA relationships. They urged me to talk to Joe about my feelings. That night, 
that yeah, that's it. Hmm, I'm going to ask people who are already doing this <laughs> thing that society yeah. deems wrong whether I should do this thing. Mm-hmm. That night, I stayed awake trying to work out what to do. Next morning, I took Joe a cup of coffee in bed. I sat down beside him, leant over, and kissed him. He pulled me on the bed, and one thing led to another. It was amazing. With Joe, I felt so connected sexually, emotionally, and physically. And by blood. Yes. Afterwards, we lay in silence before I said, I'm falling in love with you. Joe squeezed me and said, I've had the same feelings for you since you turned up at my door. I told Joe all I knew about GSA. I could have met you anywhere and not have known you were my sister. I'm 50 and you're 45. There it there is. There we yeah. go. I think we should do what makes They're us They're not even happy. young and hot. Fuck this. What, so you were turned on if they were young and hot? Yeah, if they were like 25 and 30. I felt so relieved. hot. <laughs> do you see the way I'm just brushing past that one? I felt so relieved. I found the person I was meant to share my life with. Our shared DNA was just a terrible twist of fate. But in a way, it was like mum had meant us to be together. I don't know that she did. Over the next few days, I introduced, I introduced Joe to my friends as someone I'd met on holiday. We knew people wouldn't understand. Then I fell pregnant. Joe and I were shocked but thrilled. Sadly, I suffered a miscar- miscarriage. that's what happens when you have sex with the fucking person in your family we were heartbroken but it made us realise how much we really wanted a baby of our own we know there is a high chance that bub will have a disability because we're siblings but we're determined to try again we're also planning to hold a a commitment ceremony next year to celebrate our love if we're lucky enough to have a baby it will be a blessing otherwise we'll be content with just each other we know people will judge us and call us disgusting, but unless you properly understand GSA, you can't know what it is like. As far as we're concerned, we're just two normal people who happen to fall in love. It might not be always what you expect, but it doesn't make it less true. How do you guys feel? Update. We had a baby boy. Little Joffrey is doing well, although he is a little bit obsessed. He does seem to like torturing animals. We're a little bit concerned about yeah. it. Um, okay. Here's what they look like. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> She's got giant boobs. They're honestly more attractive than I expected. Yes, yes, same. I thought the exact same thing. So that's why I held, held my... Held now, saying anything. They do look alike. Do, they okay. obviously do look alike. They do look alike. alike. They yeah. do look alike. I'd like yeah. to, to say... Hopefully he's a dentist. I'd like to say a couple oh, nice. of things about her, um, GSA... Yes, genetic sexual attraction, I believe, was the... Yes, because they don't want to call it incest, but also an applicable term. I think uh, it's interesting because it's one of those things that is illegal by virtue of being uh, morally frowned upon. Yeah. But in isolation... Genetic sexual attraction. You can look at things like uh, the way that homosexuality has been treated in the past... We actually had a big conversation about this not long ago. I remember this. Because you've got to be careful because... Distinguish it between things like, because, you know, you you have a lot of, when you're talking about uh, taboo sexual practices, this being one of them, 
uh, pedophilia is another one, but there's a very big difference between pedophilia involves two people, one of whom cannot consent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Strictly mm-hmm. speaking, two siblings, a 45 and 50 year old, are fully capable of making their own decisions. Yeah. And so there is certainly an argument. I don't know how I feel about it because I still have that gut reaction of that's kind of gross. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. there is an argument that says, well, if two consenting adults wish to do something, they should be entitled to do so. However, and I, I can see that argument, but as soon as you bring kids into the picture, I have yes. exactly. exactly. Now, as I understand it, uh, children born of uh, brother and sister are actually less predisposed to genetically, genetic issues than cousins. Oh, really? really? I've okay. read that somewhere. Okay. I don't know whether that's true. Listeners, let us, if, if you have any more information. Whether because or not it's true. Once, once, we, once we hit stop on this, we're not going to look it up. Whether or not so if anybody's got the information. Whether or not it's true. Uh, the fact of the matter is there can be some real, you know, genetic defects and issues from yeah. it. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those things where uh, is it appropriate that you bring a child into this world uh, that could have these defects when you know because of the relationship that you already have? Yeah. Uh, that's what could happen. Like, it's, if you say, you know, and maybe down the line it'll be a thing where it's like you can be with your family member, but, you know, chemical castration seems a bit extreme. But, like... Yes. Yeah. But kids just... They create another issue. Um, yeah. So I th- I'm actually quite conflicted about it because I can see, you know, an argument that people should be allowed to do what they want. And obviously they're in love. Like. But, and of, but, of course, the whole argument there is, you know, if society's going to be paternalistic, then it should grant people freedom to the extent that it only affects themselves. But, of course, when you bring kids in, well, then it goes beyond that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Well, similar to an argument in favour of drug use, which is, you know, if yeah. people are just doing things to themselves, yeah. we shouldn't be stopping them, you know, you protect them from harming others, but themselves, you know, they can kind of do what they want. But again, also not legal. So, yeah. I can, look, the point is, um, I can kind of understand, I still, as I said, it still grosses me out. My gut response is still, ugh. Mm. But then again, that's the same. If you ever read uh, old judgments from, uh, like, English cases involving homosexuality hundreds of years ago, or even less, um, there's judgments that boil down to the reason being we just think it's a bit icky, so we don't want it going yeah. on. Yeah. All makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and I'm I'm I think I'm surfing that same wave with you. Mm. Yeah, I agree with Again, you. Again, yeah. Not saying I support incest or or uh, GSAs. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I can I can understand an argument, but I think it requires a lot of discussion and thought. Yes. Well it's actually GSA is a psychological disorder. Yeah. Okay. It's actually it's it's something that you can be die- it it's a, way, you're yeah. diagnosed okay. yeah. with it and it yeah. is it does make a lot of sense if you do read into it yeah. so you know it's it's so possible when you've had all that time apart mm. but yeah bringing the kid in is a bit selfish I think yeah that, that's yeah. a different thing yeah I agree yeah well um, that was a fun one to end on okay wasn't it mm. so the question we always ask, always ask our guests uh, you, of course That's Life magazine allows you to write in stories trying to get some money what's your idea Ooh for a That's Life story to try and get us published, maybe pick up a little moolah. Oh, God. Um, I wish I knew this before. I just saw a bird outside, so... Um, yeah. go with it. You could, you, could hel- you could ask for help with your bird obsession. Uh, and I'm talking... Your, talking I'm talking... So you're like an aviophile, like avian... Like wearing butt plugs with feathers on them, or like... Trying to fuck oh. like a flesh on the check, like a no, nothing sexual. Nothing sexual. That yeah, like the, that's the other thing. We remember we can't like push too far into like absurd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. My yeah. family are concerned about me. All I talk about is birds. You know. So, dear, that's life. <laughs> maybe, I'm autistic. Yeah. Maybe like maybe kind of like we could like kind of 
pepper it with a little bit of like maybe there is a like a sexual thing to it, but not talk about it. But maybe just okay, to that fact. No, that's a. I think that's a good idea. I think that's good. No, like, it's an obsession with something that could become something a lot more sinister. Just absolutely. Yes. Yeah. If, not, if not even sinister, just too time consuming. If it starts interrupting other parts of your life, that's yeah. a bit much. Yes. The same goes for literally anything in your life. If it starts to occupy parts of your life that should be devoted to other things, it's too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, birds are great, but probably not healthy. Hey, I, got a session. I don't know birds. if I've mentioned my bird feeder in previous episodes that oh. I bought a couple of weeks back. Oh, yeah. Um, but I bought a bird feeder hanging up on my balcony. Unfortunately, I've hung it in a spot that's not very visible, so I'm not getting a lot of traction. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm going to try and build a birdhouse to string up a bit higher, and uh, look, I'll keep listeners updated on the status of my bird feeder. Definitely. Well, it's, it's something that fascinates That's right, guys. Me, so that's why you tune into this podcast <laughs> to hear if Luke's fed any birds. Why else would you? Let us know how much you care, too. Because, yeah. Like, again, once again, uh, we're, we're out here, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, I believe other services as well. We're trying to get everywhere. Yeah, so I, I, I believe we're on Google Podcasts now as Look, well. If you, if you can't find us somewhere that you usually find podcasts, let us know. We'll try and sort yes, that out. exactly. Um, yep. And at the same time, uh, please do, you know, rate and review us. Uh, yep. It's wonderful. We, we it's, would it's love really that. Nice we'd love to, you guys to do it. We'd love to chart. We think it's unlikely. Yeah. Tell your friends as well. You know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, What's Life Pod for all of them. Very easy. Uh, what's and, Life uh, Pod at gmail.com. As well, if there's anything specific. And of course, What's Life Pod.com. Uh, so a little hub. Yeah, a little hub. Pretty much. Links to episodes. You can stream it on the site. You can contact us. You know, it's, it's a fucking website. You know how they work. They yeah. work very, very hard, everybody. They work very, very hard with their socials and, you know, getting things out on we're time. Learning. We're learning. That's why we're like six weeks ahead with, yeah, yeah. with this, with, uh, with recording, so we don't yeah. have to, like, rush on everything. Anyway, we don't need to talk about this on the podcast, so. Amy, uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks yeah. Really all. appreciate thanks, it. Luke. Thank you. It means a lot. Enjoyed yourself. I did. Thank um, you. So, look, uh, that's it for this week then. And uh, you know, that has been life. It has uh, been in all its glory. We'll, we'll find out some more next episode. Uh, so you know, uh, be safe out there. Try not to fuck your siblings, but you know what? You do you. Yeah. We'll see you later, mm-hmm. guys. Peace. Bye.